I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. So when was the last time that you were sick? Oh, and I mean really sick where you just didn't want to hold your head up it was so bad. Well, there's a lot of wives that say men exaggerate when they get sick. Of course, I don't believe that. I've been sick before and I was knocking on death's door. So get ready. This week's episode is called The Man Flu. A little different this week as we begin our podcast here at Secrets from the South. Terry's not in the studio with me, and there's a reason that you're not. Right, Terry? That is right, Scotty. I have the Rona, as the Southerners would call it. So you are definitely come down with this funky stuff. Yes, I have been test. I have tested positive for COVID nineteen. I am in several days of quarantine, as it would, as luck would have it, it would be over a long holiday weekend. But that's just the way it rolls sometimes. All right. Now, what is shocking about all this? And, I, and let's go into this. Of I've had I'm probably in the last three weeks, 10 people that I know that have gotten it. Two of that 10 have been severe cases where they had to go to the emergency room and be in ICU for, for days upon days. And it, it almost sounds like you're doing your normal thing. You just may not feel as good as you should. Well, you have different, you know, different symptoms. I will say that yesterday was a better day for me than today. The day before that was much worse. So, you know, it just depends. I hear the key is to get up and get moving around regardless how bad you feel. But you are right that we all know people that have really been impacted by this severely. I think that mine, for the most part, has been somewhat mild. I mean, there are moments where you think, okay, I'm feeling not too bad. And then moments that you might think, okay, I know I've got something. But so far, knock on wood, as we talked about in a previous podcast, that uh, I'm doing, I'm not doing too bad. All right. Let me ask this, because uh, for somebody that's out there who's heard about this, never had it, what was the first kind of symptoms that you started feeling that made you go, okay, I don't feel right? What was it, the, the early signs, and then what was it that you really knew you had it? Well, I'll say this. Somebody in close contact found out that, and it wasn't a family member, uh, found out that they had tested positive. And it's funny because I've heard so many people talk about this, that as soon as you find out that you've been within arm's reach, and again, you've still been six feet apart, you've had your mask on, and that does help, you know, your chances. But once you found out that somebody you know has tested positive, you automatically think, well, you know what, I'm getting a headache. I've heard more people say this. I'm getting a headache. I I think I've got body aches. We immediately start thinking that we're having those symptoms. But for me, I I felt like that you know, I'd been spared. I'd been spared so far. There were several people that I knew that had had it. And, you know, you'd say, well, I was, you know, in that same room with them. I wasn't close, but was in that same room with them for a couple of hours. I think, I think I'm good to go. I went to bed. And then I think I woke up somewhere in the middle of the night, maybe around one or two o'clock in the morning. 
and I, you know, you're kind of out of it, and then you start coming to, and you're like, something's, something's not right, and then I realized, I think I knew immediately, I felt kind of, I don't know, kind of clammy, I had a headache, not a severe headache, but a, kind of a nagging headache, and I had body aches, I mean, it was almost like a prickling sensation at first, followed by just I mean even my fingertips and my wrist just your normal body aches and I knew right then I thought "Mm." all right let me ask this in this situation do you go to the doctor or do you just ride it out what do you do if if you're feeling these symptoms what do you do do you call a doctor or you just sit at home and go okay let me tell you I, I I decided that because there were so many people that I had been around that had been testing positive I felt like and again, uh, this was on uh, Saturday. I thought, well, let me go ahead and see if I can be tested. And that, my friend, was a long ordeal. It was five hours in a car. Whoa. You, know, you already feel terrible anyway. But, you know, the way that they do it is they test it, you find out the results, and then they're, you know, they're sending you off with a script or uh, specific instructions on what you need to do. And in my case, again, I tested positive Uh, my spouse believe it or not tested negative and has remained negative thank goodness we're kind of quarantining in the house which neither one of us really enjoy because you know it's you know you're separated from that person but i went and got tested sometimes they tell you just wait until you know that you have symptoms that's what i did in my case and unfortunately that's where i find myself so has it been rough on you um it's been okay. I, I, I tell you that the the irony is is that, and I think some of our listeners will find this kind of comical. Is you know I got to thinking about me being ill versus my husband who is not, and that got me to thinking about the difference in when women get sick and men get sick. You know, guys have been getting a bad rap about it. And I got to tell you, I have been in that camp where, you know, a woman gets sick and, you know, she's still for the, for the most part trying to think of, okay, well, what are we going to eat? Let me put some clothes in the wash, especially if they've got children to care for. Well, they may be sniffling and hacking and doing whatever and not feeling their best, but they're still in there trying to take care of kids, get them off the school, get them off the bus, pick them up, whatever the case may be. And they're still pretty much running that household. Now, on the other hand, we have women that say, you know, my husband gets a little sniffle. He's laid up on the sofa. And, oh, I mean, he's pitiful. And because it's n- near-death experience, Terry. Yeah, uh-huh. Well, that's what they're good at. Can you get me a glass of water? I sure could use a glass of sweet tea. And, honey, could you change the channel for me? I need a blanket. I'm cold. And, and you know, we've all said that. There's a huge difference in how men handle sickness and women handle sickness. So let me ask you this, Scotty. Yeah. How do you think you handle sickness? Colds, I'm horrible at because it, it, is, it is like you're going to die. The, the worst imaginable pain that a man could go through now. And, you know, and I have to be cared for. And, and I got to laugh at that. But, and, you know, and if she doesn't want to do it, I'll call my mama. And, you know, a woman's got to really think about it. Does she want another woman in her house? Does she want to take care of her man or have her mother-in-law come over? Let's now, just go ahead and throw it out there. 
but Scotty, you just hit on something. And here's the deal. And I was talking to my husband about this because I really don't feel like he's a bad patient. But we got to talking, and he said, I think a lot of it is how a guy has grew up with mama taking care of him. And you just hit on that. Oh, I'm if sure it you is. you were sick and you couldn't get your wife to be there at your beck and call and take care of your little poor self with a minor little cold, you'd call mama. And next thing you know, mama would be bringing you some soup and whatever it is that Scotty might need to get through this tremendous event going Absolutely. on in your life with that little common cold. I mean, it's a man's birthright. And, you know, a woman can give birth to a child, but a man can't overcome a cold. Is that right? <laughs> That's about right. But let me say this on the other hand. And, you know, I went through a, a bad sickness a year or so ago. I had a heart oh, attack. you did. Yeah, and, you really did. And it was bad. But the heart, and I'm being as honest as I can, the heart attack and the pain, and it was, it was some bad pain, Terry. Of in weeks and months, you know, really about nine months before I got back on my feet, good. But a cold was worse than that. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Angie told me I was a trooper when it came to the heart attack. You're right. Here's the fascinating thing with me about that. There truly is, and I did not know this until recent. There truly is a thing called man flu. And for those, and, and I guess for our listeners that don't really know what that is, they say. Well, you it, might better explain is, it to me also. Okay. Well, this is an article that was published in WebMD back at, now this was published back in 2017. So keep in mind, we didn't even have COVID-19, but COVID-19 is still a type of flu. So I think it's still apparent of what we're saying, what they said in 2017 applies to what we're going through now. And it says the evidence is current studies point towards men having weaker immune systems than women, especially when it comes to common viral respiratory infections. And again, COVID-19 is a respiratory infection. And it says that the symptoms for men are worse, and they last longer. Now, I guess that kind of hurts our feelings as women because we think that you guys, you know, you're just begging for attention. Women still are carrying on and doing other functions around the house because, let's face it, we have to get them done. Men, on the other hand, lay up on the sofa and moan. But to give you guys some credit, there might be some truth to why you're laying on the sofa wanting, you know, your wife to be at your beck and call because you can't get up and do it for yourself. Women can. I don't know. I can step over a pile of clothes. I can get into a bed that's not made up. It doesn't bother me, but I think it does bother most women. Well, I know, but when you, let's just back up for a second. When you talk about you recovering from, uh, having a heart attack, you are spot on. This is what I've noticed. And I don't know if our women listeners and men listeners would shake their head and agree or disagree. But when it comes to a common cold, a guy will lay around and, my gosh, you would think that, you know, the, the world's the coming world to an end. Exactly. But I will notice that my husband will come in from working in, you know, working out in the yard or he's been riding his mountain bike or whatever else and he'll come in cut up bleeding from head to toe a leg could be halfway you know hanging off and i'll say oh my gosh 
what happened. And he'll look down and just kind of blow it off. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's nothing. If I get a cut, or let's say I fell and scraped my knee, I'm going to show four or five people, hey, look what happened to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm a weakling when it comes to something like that. But you guys get cut and banged up and something that might need stitches, have a heart attack. Y'all just, you're in a whole different element. You know, I think that's the difference that I see. I think back on that heart attack thing, I think it would have hurt more to complain than to just lay there and take the pain as I go back and look at it. Well, it just amazes me how we're wired so differently. But for the longest, you know, I used to hear stories about people talking about how what a kid their husband was. Oh, my gosh. He gets a cold and you wouldn't believe what I had to take care of for the last couple of days. And. I've heard that my whole life about how guys are just big babies when it comes to being sick. I know you've heard it. A fever will put a man down. There's no doubt because you just don't, you ain't got that gumption. Pain you can deal with, you can still do your stuff. But that, something about a cold that just takes all your strength away. I know, but I just, it's just comical when you've heard story after story after story. I mean, I've always heard this about, you know, my running around buddies talking about having to deal with their husband that, I mean, basically got cold and couldn't even take care of himself. And then, you know, on the other hand, like I said, you see somebody coming in that's banged up, bruised up, had a heart attack and whatever else, and they're a trooper. But, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, if I'm, if I'm stereotyping here, most men will drag themselves to work even when they don't feel bad. But on the other hand, if a woman feels teeny bit out of it, she'll call in sick. Am, am I right on this? Well, I think you're right, but I also think you're wrong. So it's kind of in between. I no. have seen people that given the opportunity to stay at home, they're taking that card. I've also seen people given the opportunity to come to work when they were deathly ill would come. And and I think it's for a variety of reasons that they don't feel like they have the time to take off. I mean, before we had COVID-19, I know people that would come to work and I'd say, why are you here? Well, I just I have too much to do. And they'd have the flu. Well, that's yeah. what they're doing, giving it to everybody there around. That That happens. So I don't know, but i tell you one thing. I think there are an awful lot of folks that find themselves in the situation that I'm in that feel a whole lot worse, Scotty, and they just assume be at work, be over this, and not have it. For a lot of people sitting at home on this, this is torture to them. They just can't handle it. You're right there. And a lot of people have had this a whole lot worse than I have. And unfortunately, a lot of people... You know, it's just been a mixed bag, Scotty. you got healthy people that have gotten extremely sick, and some have died, and you've got a lot of people that you would have guessed would have had a rough time with this that have just, bounced, fortunately, have bounced back. Now, I'm not sure if there's statistics to back up anything that we said about the men, but it, I think that that is a true thing of what, what happens out there. I, I just find that it's we're going to have to give you guys a pass as, hard as it is to do that there is such terminology as man flu 
who would have thought that a man would have a weaker immune system, especially when it comes to respiratory illnesses, than a woman? I just thought that you guys were just weaklings. Well, it boils down to babies, to be honest. It boils down to a man being with a cold is worse than having a baby. <laughs> well, I don't know. I would go that far. I think a man would have to have a baby to experience just how uh, painful that can be. I think a man would have no idea or capability of enduring that kind of pain. I'll just put it that way. When it <laughs> comes to that, I think women are a lot more stronger. Maybe it's just mentally stronger than a man could be. I'm going to take your word for it. Given birth and given birth. Believe me. I think that women, maybe it's just, it is. It's just that women have, they know there are things out there that they've got to take care of. There are things out there that they've got to get through. And so they just get their mind in the right place to say, I can do this. I don't have any choice. I'm going to get through this. I mean, think about how many single women, single parents that are out there. I can't imagine that find themselves getting sick and they don't have any choice but to get up and make sure that they take care of their kids. Good point. Good point. I I get that. But there's a lot of single dads out there who have to do the same thing, too. Well, they do. And they're probably sitting there shaking their head going, hey, I'm in the same boat. But for the most part. Right, and because they got I mean, their mama over there helping them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They call, first thing they do is, uh, Mama, I'm sick, and I got the kids. I need you to come over here. Mama's flying over there to take care of if Mama lives in the area. Terry, what amazes me is the many people that I've bumped into that have always talked about their husband and how what a whiny baby he is. But when you go, hey, uh, we'd like to have you as a guest to come over and talk about that, they shy away and hide from you. Well, Scotty, you know why? They got to live with that person. And if it ever gets out and gets back to their spouse, they know they're going to pay for it. So they just soon suffer in silence (laughs) than they would publicize the fact that. I mean, that's water cooler talk, and we all do it. But as far as it getting back to our spouse, what big baby they are, uh, that's probably just one of those things where, it's not easy for them to admit that they've said all those things. Well, you were telling me that you had some friends that just really didn't want to come out of the closet and tell these stories. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I mean, just think about it. You're in social settings and something will come up and, you know, one of your buddies says, oh, my gosh, you wouldn't believe what X did. He came home, you know, he had a little bitty cold. The next thing you know, I was, I mean, you hear it all the time. And I think to kind of even solidify that, you know, there are story after story after story of what's been posted on the Internet. And I thought that and some of them that I ran across, I thought were just downright hilarious. If you have a minute, I want to just be able to. Here's one of them. And this was a posting where and this was posted several years ago. But I mean, I could look at something that was posted this year all the way back to 10 years ago. I mean, this is a common thing that we keep talking about. And this is where. Uh, a girl says that she's recovering from an open compound fracture. I mean, this is where the bone is sticking out, and this is you know more than one fracture. So this is a serious injury that she has. And they had to surgically repair, and she said, second of six ankle breaks that required a bone transplant. 
So that sounds pretty serious. She was under doctor's orders to only use her crutches to go to the bathroom or to get away in case of a fire or a flood. So in other words, she's been given strict orders that she needs to stay off of the ankle. And if she has to get around out of necessity, she has to be on those crutches. So she's talking about that she had her fella and she doesn't indicate if the fella is, but obviously that's her significant other who's there with her. So you would kind of think that in a situation like that, that's where you're kind of leaning on your spouse or your roommate or partner or whatever to kind of help you through until you can get land back on your feet, no pun intended. So she says that in this case, her fella had an upset tummy. He had heartburn now, just heartburn. Yeah. And he asked, and I'm going uh, to read it as quoted, could you please go to the refrigerator and get me some ginger ale? Is there now, some- keep in mind, she can't even walk. Is there something wrong with that? I, mean, I really don't see anything wrong with it, Terry. And apparently, if I were thinking out loud, she probably had a woman doctor or the doctor would have said, and also take care of your husband. If Angie were listening right now, I know that I would not have to come across this phone and hit you because she'd already be beating on you for making that comment. But, and it's funny you say that because she said what she did when he asked, could she get him some ginger ale? She hit him on the head with with her crutch. I'm hoping she knocked some sense in him. Can you imagine? I can't imagine uh, me being in that kind of situation and my husband asking me if I'd go get him some ginger ale. You know, it comes back to that song. I don't know if you remember that. Put another log on the fire and then come sit down and tell me why you're leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great song, and it really fits that situation. You know, there is a reason why some men find themselves without anybody right now. Well, I, the I, only one that can stand them is themselves. I think a lot of men just really don't think about what they're asking at that moment. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. They're, they're used, just so used to asking. Yeah, and, you know, the wife usually will do it or the girlfriend, and then, oh, you're hurt. Well, who's going to do this for me? <laughs> it, uh, it, it's rough on the other side, too. But I understand where she's coming from. Listen, and, and here's another one. And, and I think this is so true. This is uh, one that was posted, in, and she says, Now, when my husband is sick, this is what he's saying. Make me some soup, sniffle, sniffle, and then sleeps all day. And she said, When I'm sick, it's what's for dinner? Hey, let, let's clean out the basement. You know, in other words, life just goes on in the eyes of a a man when the wife is sick. Now, I have to admit, I have been guilty once or twice. And you don't think of it when somebody's got a cold. You come in and go, why isn't supper ready? Why isn't there something here? And, you know, it just doesn't phase you that, well, maybe they didn't feel like doing it. And I should have stopped and bought something. And so how long have you and Angie been married? Didn't you say it was 30 years? 30 years. And she's put up with that for 30 years. I mean, I remind her all the time. There's another woman in a heartbeat that want that spot. Don't seem to phase her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think Angie deserves a medal. This one, I just absolutely cracked up when I saw this. And I know that there are going to be others out there that are going to feel the same way. So here it is. 
Now, it has a picture of a doctor and a nurse and a pregnant mom, and it's obvious that she's going through labor. She's in the hospital. And the caption says, during labor, the pain is so great that a woman can almost imagine what a man feels like when he has a fever. Oh, my gosh. That hits right on it. (laughs) I mean, there's no way that a man could ever endure pregnancy. I just don't think so. I mean, I just tell you that men have different expectations of what someone should react when they're sick versus their significant other is sick. Now, I have to admit, my husband is a pretty good caregiver uh, when I'm sick. He doesn't really expect much anyway. He's not hard to please. But I know so many people that have told me that, the same things that I'm talking about here, if they were sick, I mean, they're still like, I don't understand why, just like you said, why I don't have supper on the table. Yeah, you know, Angie never wanted anything. Uh, she just wants to be left alone when she's sick. So I've, I've just learned not to do anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's probably exactly what she wants. But you're not sitting there asking her where her supper is, are you? Well, I didn't I, I didn't ever say that out loud, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, you just don't thank you, and you just come to expect it. Now, in this is where we go into this. That uh, probably a few folks listening think, well, that's not politically correct. It's just you know, when I grew up, the wife done the cooking. That's the way it was in our household. But I know that there's people out there that don't agree with that statement anymore, and that like a man should have to go wash dishes or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the world's coming to. It's called the 21st century, um, you better get on board. But I mean, listen, in today's world, which is a great thing, there are men out there that cook more than their wife and both of them work. So, I mean, he comes home, he enjoys it. It's a way for him to kind of relax. And in a lot of cases, men are awesome cooks. Why do you think there's so many men chefs out there? It's because they're great cooks. I just went through every friend in my head, and I don't know one single one of them that comes home and cooks. Nobody. Uh-uh. I mean, not nobody I know, Terry. It's all on the wife Listen. of everybody in my little in my little circle. Well, you have a lot of people out there listening to that that think that you and your friends are the biggest male chauvinist there is. Nah. Listen, my dad, you know, uh, God rest his soul was a fantastic cook and a fanatic on cleaning. And I don't mean that he looked to my mom to clean. I mean that when when he was able to do so, he always loved things to be everything in its place and everything spotless. And, you know, that didn't mean that he expected somebody else to do it. He was doing it. And he was a phenomenal cook. He used to call all the time and say, what are you guys doing when you get off work? Well, I don't know. At the time, uh, my daughter was young, and he would say, well, come over. I've cooked such and such and such and such, and you didn't want to skip that meal. Yeah. Now, that's not to say my mother was not a good cook because she is a fantastic cook. I'm just saying he loved it, he enjoyed it, and he was great at it. There are men out there that actually do pull their weight. Now, I will say this, too. You know, he almost doesn't fit the mold either. And I'm not trying to put him on a pedestal. I'm just saying that when he got sick, and you you can't imagine the things that he went through with having esophageal cancer, 
he was a freaking trooper. If he hurt, and I know he did, because we were slapping those fentanyl patches on him, you know, just as soon as, as we possibly could, he just never, he never complained. All in all, you do hear that when a guy gets a cold, I mean, it's, oh man, it's, it's like the world's coming to an end. I love this little cartoon that says, yes, Dan, this is a lady, and you can tell she's very aggravated. She's leaned over the sofa. Her husband's holding on to the remote. Imagine that. He's got his gut hanging out. You can tell he's got a five o'clock shadow. He's just laid back on the sofa, and she said, yes, Dan, I know the doctor said you should get plenty of rest to get rid of your cold, dot, dot, dot. But that was nine years ago. And old Dan still laid up on the sofa, expected to be taken care of. It's your birthright. I'll go back to that. You know what, Scotty? There are a lot of women these days that have guns. (laughs) And um, you're stirring up a whole bunch of stuff that, you know, somebody may look at you and go, "Mm, he needs... He needs a BB or two. I don't think that the other side of the fence realize how good we've got it on my side of the fence. If they'd just try my side of the fence, they'd be hooked. (laughs) I guess so. You're not having to do anything. See, it's great. I mean, you told me, and we've talked about this in several different episodes, that you're very limited to what you can do in terms of cooking or ironing or washing clothes. I was 42 years old before I ever put the first pair of blue jeans in a washer. I didn't know what to do with them. And I only done that because I was in the middle of somewhere by myself. It just didn't seem right. Didn't you? It was awful. I'm telling you, I could write a book on that. Did you ever get sick when you were doing your traveling away from home? Uh, No, I don't guess so. Because I was going to say, I don't think you would have made it, would you, Scotty? No, I'd I'd have laid there in the floor and it'd been all over. So they'd have found me in a motel room. (laughs) And do you think you would have called Angie and said, look, I need you to get on the first plane. I got a cold. Yeah, that's probably about what would happen. Because I'm just, I'm, <laughs> as you know, that old term wuss, I ain't gonna lie when it comes to that. I just can't handle it. I'm down for the count. I'm good and in a lot know, of other ways, but, you know, that area there. Whew. Oh, I know. That's what I said. That's the fascinating part about it for me is how childlike a male becomes when he gets a common cold or the flu. And we're not talking about COVID. COVID is a whole different, you know, scenario. So I don't want any upset anybody and, and act like that we're downplaying the severity of, of getting COVID by any stretch of the imagination. But when a guy goes out and it gets injured, he's on the job or uh, for the most part, or is working in the yard or is doing something, it's amazing how strong and just almost stubborn you guys can be over an injury that on the flip side, if I'm in that world, like I said, I think most women, I mean, we're tough. I mean, don't get me wrong. And some of them are a whole lot tougher probably probably than I. It's almost like a war wound that we want everybody to see. And the guy just kind of brushes it off. It's just, it's very interesting, the differences in it, in that, we get sick and we just carry the torch and we're still doing the things that need to be done despite the fact that we feel like death and that guys lay on the sofa and want to be handed a glass of ginger ale. I don't know. I guess it takes two to tango and maybe that's why we, I I don't know. I don't know how sometimes people make it when they end up having to fetch and do for their spouse. 
for something that is like, I cannot believe that you were such a baby by this. <laughs> we probably don't have the answers and can't come up with it today. No, we probably can't. And it's probably a good thing that you are healthy right now. And hopefully you remain that way. <laughs> you know, we talked about uh, the man flu and that it really is. There is a definition. Uh, again, we Reference the article that we had in WebMD where supposedly men have a weaker immune system. And so when they get the flu, their symptoms seem to be worse and supposedly they last longer. Now you keep However, using, you keep using the word supposedly. Yeah. Well, I think women out there truly believe that a lot of that is just baloney, but I found a definition of the man flu that I particularly like, and here's what it says. Okay. Okay, so the definition of man flu is an illness that causes the male of the species to be helpless and sicker than any other family member. In females, it simply means a cold. At the end of the day, when your husband is sick, it boils down to this. Whether he is the sickest in the world or not, he really believes that he is. And if you don't mind, I'll use a quote from a famous TV actor, James Best, Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane. Because I've had colds before that would have killed 10 ordinary men. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well, you know a secret? Well, be careful because your mother-in-law is only a phone call away.